As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hello and welcome back to a late season quick edition of the Warriors All 82 podcast. I got Marcus Thompson with me. We're going to do an abbreviated uh, Warriors All 82, but at least it is one. Warriors beat the Lakers. Um, I want to talk long-term ramifications from a playoff seeding perspective of just the night overall across the league. But uh, let's start quickly with a couple of storylines from the game. Clay Thompson. 33 points on 12 of 22 shooting. He has scored 33 or more in three of his last five games. Steve Kerr called it his best game in the season. I'm not sure it was. Uh, there's other candidates. But he does seem to be playing his most consistent basketball and looking fresher and more confident than we've seen. What do you think, Marcus? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not giving him that title, best game. It was against the JV squad of a non-playoff team. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, we sure that wasn't their varsity squad? It might have been their varsity <laughs> The JV squad was on the bench of street clothes. But it's very clear that Clay has found a version of rhythm. You know what's going in, the off-balance shots. The yeah. ones where he drives to the middle and then fades and leans. Those are going in now. To me, that's a sign that like, he's feeling better. He's getting a little bit more lift maybe or he, or whatever. He's found some kind of comfort in that shot. That's going in. But for him, it's all shot selection, right? It's all him being patient enough to take the right shots. When he takes the right shots, he's he's actually pretty good. He's going to make them. Uh, I, think, I think that's a great sign moving forward. But we got we to gotta kind of we should use this opportunity to clarify uh, a seeding dilemma that was worked out. Now that it's worked out, can we, can we say what it was? So technically, even though the entire Warriors organization and me myself were under the assumption that the me Warriors, me too, <laughs> yeah, you know, pretty much everyone involved. Like I said, like Steve Kerr's coming out in press conferences, like, haha, we clinched home court. Uh, they hadn't technically clinched home court heading into the night. Um, there was a very like long shot, like Vegas, like nine team parlay, essentially long shot scenario where if they went zero and three. If the Mavericks went 0-2, including they're playing the Blazers, uh, and if the Jazz also went 3-0 and or 2-0, and 
then there would have been a three-way tie, which technically the Warriors and Mavericks, or, or the Jazz would have been ahead of the Mavericks because they won the division, which and would have the knocked, Warriors, yeah. which would have knocked the Warriors into a head-to-head scenario with Dallas for the four-five, where they would have lost because, the, and they would have actually been five and playing Dallas, which would have been a really rough scenario. But as you said, they beat the Lakers tonight, so that's no longer in the equation. They can only be the three or the four. So tonight they officially and thoroughly clinched it. There, there can be no three-way tie. And they're set up to play either Denver or Utah. So that, that's going to make these last two games a little bit tricky. Well, so and, and this is what I wrote about it. Today was a pretty clarifying moment, I think, really in the middle of the West because not only the scenario we said where the Warriors now have officially clinched, uh, you know, home court but minnesota or no no denver beats memphis so denver is now uh like minnesota's locked into seven so you don't have to think about minnesota as an option anymore but not only that utah is pretty much secure in five it seems like the only way denver can get to five is if denver wins their last game they only have one game left against the lakers okay yeah they might win that but utah Utah would have to go 0 and 2. Utah plays Phoenix, but Utah also plays Portland. Again, tanking Portland, not trying to win. Uh, so I'm assuming one of those three uh, results will go Utah's way. Very likely the Portland one, which means Utah's five, Denver's six, and that means you can enter the weekend basically knowing if you're the Warriors. If you get the three seed, you play? You, yeah. your, path, your path to the conference finals is Denver-Memphis. If you get the four seed, your path to the conference finals is Utah-Phoenix. That was my big question and what I wrote postgame. Which of those two do you prefer? Like They, that, they might have to different. decide that. They, they, and it might be in their – they might have the option to decide it. They might be able to say, do we play anybody – <laughs> in this last game at New Orleans and you know win it if you know if if it's possible obviously you know Dallas could kind of make that moot but if the Warriors went out they have it right yes yes yeah yes, if yes. the Warriors went out they have it yeah so they so, could they could essentially decide if they want to do this or not and and they kind of pick their opponent i think the best matchup Utah Phoenix. I think they could beat either Denver. I think they could beat either Denver or Utah. Utah. But I do think they they have a comfort level with Phoenix. They have a comfort level with the difficulty of Phoenix, right? Phoenix is gonna be really tough, but they they, they've had some success against that toughness. But I also think like Utah is kind of spiraling. Jokic is just a different animal and I don't know. I Denver, know has yeah. a, Denver won tonight, but they haven't been playing that well they lately either. Been. And, you know, Utah, a lot of guys can go off. Denver, you just it, – it's Jokic. Yes. Yeah. Well, you don't even necessarily have to stop Jokic, but you it's like you just know what you're going up against. It's a, kind of a one-man band, and you can let – I you know, my suggestion, if that series materializes, would be to let Draymond and Looney play him one-on-one and, and let him get 32 points or whatever. Don't let him pick you apart. Uh, kind of like Phoenix did last year in the second round with Aiton. They just let Aiton 
guard Jokic one on one. Didn't double, which you know when you start doubling is when he starts doing his wizard wizard part, Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other guys aren't good enough because you know no Jamal Murray, no Michael Porter Jr. Like I just don't think their supporting cast is good enough. I actually think Denver is a much easier matchup than Utah, and I have been on the record saying I think you, you should prefer Memphis. Memphis. Yeah over phoenix so i think they should really want three because i think you know you would prefer that now you're arguing the other way and if the general opinion is what you know if the organization's opinion uh, is what yours is then you would actually want to lose this weekend because you would want to lose yourself into the full war you want to fall to four yeah yeah What's you want to know? What's interesting? I think though? either way is doable, though. To be honest, yeah, I think they can lose either way, and they can win either way. The truth is, they're going to be going in, like they're going to be confident going into you know next week, regardless. And also, like this is they're very different paths. That's what makes it interesting, right? Like a Utah Phoenix is very different than a Denver Memphis, and I think there are sound arguments about why each is easier or why each is uh, more difficult. Uh, but I also think they don't. Like, we're probably having a deeper discussion right now than, like, Steve Kerr will have with his staff. You know, yeah. they're probably just going to play out the games like they normally would and, like, let him know what the path is. Um, well, Dallas but, has Portland and San Antonio left to end the season. So, you want to know what's curious about that? You know, you would think the, the Pelicans and Spurs would have a lot to play for, right? You know, they're the 9-10. But... Right now, it's the the 9-10 game is almost assuredly going to be in, in New Orleans unless the Pelicans go low and two and the Spurs go two and zero this weekend. And what's crazy is the Warriors play the Spurs Saturday, and if they beat the Spurs Saturday, that locks in the 9-10, which would mean they would go to New Orleans, and the Pelicans would be sitting there having gotten help from the Warriors and not needing to play for anything. The Pelicans would probably rest everybody Sunday. So if you win Saturday, you set yourself up to win Sunday. If you lose Saturday, you might set yourself up to face a Pelicans team that really needs a win. So it's just weird how this is all coming together. Super weird. Uh, and, 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 And I don't think it matters. Like, the Warriors need to be healthy. They need to be playing well. They pretty much had everybody except Stephen Curry, who they who they're expecting. So they're getting healthy at the at a, at the right time. Some guys are are coming together. Jordan Poole's streak ended tonight of consecutive games with at least twenty, but he but he had nineteen and a career high eleven assists. You know, Draymond wasn't good defensively, but then he ticked it up in the second half, and the Warriors kind of took over the game. To me, they just got to be playing well. If they're playing well, you know. They'll live with whoever they've 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 definitely played tougher teams than any of these teams they'll face. So I I think they'll be fine. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U S based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, 
courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Yeah, that's the right way to approach it probably, and maybe they should, you know, they need to just be playing crisp basketball, so they shouldn't be thinking about manipulating seating. But at the same time, I think, you know, a month if from now. If you can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, also a month from now, in retrospect, we might be sitting there like, man, it would have been better for them if they did this instead of that. Uh, I mean, that's that's possible. Um, you know, you mentioned Jordan Poole. I actually think this was perfect for the Warriors. His 20-point streak ended, so it's like no longer a storyline like late in games. You know, even tonight, remember, he's going for like a big dunk late, kind of points hunting. Like, the streak had taken on a mini life of its own. Like, the players knew, Jordan Poole knew what was going on. So I think for him to... For it to end on a night where he goes 19 points and a career-high 11 assists, like, plays well, but also it's no longer a storyline. Like, I actually think that's, like, best-case scenario for the Warriors. You think that dunk was him trying to get to, to 20? I think it was part of it. I mean, I don't think it was, like, he was going too crazy for it. But, you know, remember in Sacramento we were sitting there, and he, I think he had 14 in the in the fourth. And you're like, oh, he's going to try to get it. And then it was like he just started chucking threes, and he hit two of them, got to 20, and, like, checked out of the game. But it's uh, – I, I just like the fact that he was passing the ball. He was he was so bad defensively, <laughs> especially in the first yeah. half. It was like he, he – and he wasn't taking shots. He kind of needed to turn up. But I, I like the fact that he turned up passing the ball, setting guys up and, and picking the spots. Uh but the chemistry of him and Draymond is, is is really good. Like he's setting these screens and he's coming off. Some of those shots are just so tough, man. The fading, never never set, just constantly moving, but somehow still dropping it. But to me, like I liked him. Hey, I'm a, I'm a pride a little bit on Austin Reeves. You know, just do enough to make the defense react and move the rock. That, that they're gonna need a lot of that from him. Uh, even though he didn't answer my question tonight. He was being a hater. Well, which I'm trying to think which question. I just asked him if he was gonna like study and watch a lot of. Oh hoop, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. If he was gonna like you know relax his mind and not yeah, focus right. on he that. Just, and he just said yes, which I guess meant both. I don't know. I mean, sometimes he tries to be like purposefully. Yeah, but he thought about it for a while. Like, and he was like, "Man, I don't want to answer this," and then was just. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what he said. That's, uh, you know, Andre. Looks pretty good too, by the way. Uh, he's he's looked good since he's been back. That dunk was a little bit surprising. Down the middle, you know, cocked it to the side, let the defender go by, dunked it, then he slapped the slapped the backboard with his left hand. Like, you know, every now and then it showed you, like, yo, I can still get up some. Like a fresh Andre Iguodala is a game changer for them. This another uh, reason why I think. Can you imagine how well he would he would try to play in Memphis? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah oh yeah. He, he, How about him he, coming back in Memphis? Like to me, that was a little bit of a like. Nah, you know. I mean, he knew what kind of ovation was awaiting him there, oh, yeah. and uh, you know, I even I did that interview with him before he came back, and like you could just, I'm he's not announcing his retirement. If he is, he's certainly not doing it to me, right? He's doing it on the new podcast or something, but. There does seem to be a sense of like, you know, one last push for him. You know, he even told, you know, I'll play through the pain a little bit. Like, this is the time of the season to do it. And, uh, you know, I think we undervalue. He was gone so long and, and 
there's the idea of like, you know, can you rely on him? You know, if he can't stay healthy for more than like six minutes at a time in the regular season, how can you rely on him in the playoffs? It probably is unwise to, you know, be counting on him so deeply. But then he comes back, play four games, and you're like, oh, yeah, they're way deeper when he's playing 20 minutes. Like, it's, it's, it's just what a he much does, better too. Second. Yeah, it's what he does. It's really important what he does. You don't need much of it. Like, they're not asking him to score much, even though. If he if he's hitting that open three, that's that's usually ball game for the opponent. But man, the point guardness, like him just coming in saying, "Y'all got this." Like today, he said he was telling Jordan Poole, "Like man, you don't have to panic. I'm in the game, right? Like you don't need to rush. You're gonna get your shots. You're, you're every option." He said, just "Don't worry, element. you're gonna get your shots. You're gonna get your max contract. Don't worry, I'll make sure. Yeah. I'll make sure. Yeah, he got you, huh? Yeah, that." To me, that's that's just pivotal, especially for that second unit. Another ball handler, him, Clay, Steph in the second unit. That's that's gonna be pretty big. Uh, I, I just I feel like that dude is just important, man. So you start talking about uh, who they should face. To me, he's one of the reasons why it doesn't matter if Andre's playing well and these other guys are playing well. They're just gonna be a really tough out, no matter who it is. Yeah, so, I mean, to me, the, it's more about how good you think. You know, if Phoenix is such a machine that it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. possible. Um, Very possible. Possible Memphis, too. They could play well and lose to those teams. Yeah. they, could, they that, that could definitely happen. Those teams are good and loaded and, you know, have some of the things that they they can milk the warriors at you know they have some advantages they can take it they can they can kind of milk and the warriors don't really have an answer to it so it'll be it'll be interesting to see they could definitely play well and lose and as long as they learn okay here's how we need to retool then it was all it was all beneficial to me as long as they get out the first round it won't be a waste like if they if they go down in the first round that would be disappointing for the season they've had, how they started, and how they looked for a while. I mean, obviously injuries changes the paradigm, but if everybody's healthy and they lose in the first round, that would be a bit of an indictment. But I just don't – the way they're playing, it feels like they know they should be able to, to win a series in this playoffs. Well, in the first round, theoretically, should be their worst round because yeah. Steph Curry, like, we're not 100% sure he's playing game one yet. We'll see. Uh, but even if he does, he had he will have not played in a month. Like he'll be easing back in a lot. You know, you you'd think this should be a playoffs where the further they go, the better they'll be. Uh, so they're they're vulnerable in the first round. But uh, we've talked about it. I think the last few weeks have played themselves out well for the Warriors, where the the other best team around them in the conference right now is Dallas. But they're can't play Dallas at this point. It's going to be Utah or it's going to be Denver. And that that's, I think, for them, fine. Like, I, neither of those teams are playing that well. So uh, as, as much of a spiral as the late season felt for the Warriors, I feel pretty good about them getting out of the first round at this point. Anything can change over the next couple of weeks. Uh, you know, suddenly they lose game one because, you know, Gobert's blocking everything at the rim and they can't hit a three. Like, I don't know. For, to me, I, I really do just see Utah as a tougher matchup. And that is why I think they should win this weekend. We can close it out on. on, on Hold on. Otto that, Porter was but, plus 35? Jeez. In, in 29 minutes. That, that feels like a misprint. 
That's gotta be a misprint, right? Are you? I'm not How can anybody see. in that game be plus thirty-five? It didn't NBA, feel like a game. NBA.com like, has him at plus thirty-five in twenty-nine minutes, and he was four for twelve. Let, interesting. Well, uh, I have an auto porter uh, interview coming out next week, so you set that up well. So everyone, look out for that. Let's go. This is how we do it. Hold on. Let me check. I gotta see this. I gotta make sure this is not gas here. Now I'm on the official box score instead of NBA.com. Auto Porter plus 35. It didn't. And, I mean, and, like and Gary Payton was well. plus 20. That's crazy. Who was like super minus then? Like Looney? Looney was minus 10. Nobody else was super minus. Uh, Draymond and looks like Kaminga was minus one. How is it? Yes, that I just that didn't. Sense. That did not feel like a game. The biggest lead was, was eighteen. Them. Yeah, that's wild. At the end of the game, yeah, that's crazy. And like Otto Porter played pretty well. He had a couple threes, but he wasn't like it wasn't like wow, what a nah, game by Otto Porter. Otto Porter eight rebounds though. He rebounds 35, 35. He was plus thirty five. Peyton was plus twenty. Iguodala plus sixteen. Nemanja Bielica plus twelve. Porter also got undercut on a rebound, and like it seemed like a season flashed before his eyes. Yeah, I'm I'm all for sitting him, sitting Gary Payton, <laughs> and bubble wrap. They're just they're just too valuable. Well, you you I mean the way you're you you're talking, you think Utah Phoenix is better for him too. So sitting everybody might be good. Might be good. You might talk. You might have talked me into. Denver. Denver's not you know, very good. Yeah, you might have talked me into Denver, Memphis. Oh, yeah, they're fading. Denver's um, not very good. You know the other. It's a. It's a slight, very. Uh, it, it, it's it's a, it's another carrot of getting third over fourth, which I don't think should be downplayed, even if the likelihood of it is small. But in a possible conference finals where Dallas, you know, Dallas is playing so good right now, it's possible Dallas beats Phoenix or Memphis in the second round. And let's say the Warriors do that too. Like if it if it turns out to be Warriors Dallas in the in the conference final, you get home court if you're the three seed. So uh, that won't matter until it really Wow Slater's calling them both frauds. He said we're gonna end this podcast with Slater saying neither Phoenix nor Memphis will make it to the second round. That's unbelievable. Well, well, conference finals. Or conference finals, but, yeah, my bad. Well, you know, neither will make it Clippers, to the conference finals. The Clippers with Paul George are, you know, does, Mem- does Memphis want to see the Clippers with Paul George in round one? I don't think so. With Ty Lue? Yeah, nah. Yeah. With Ty Lue and, and, and nothing to lose for the Clippers? Nah. Paul George yeah. scores 32 and you're down 1-0 suddenly in round one. Like, wait, what? Like, why is Kawhi Leonard warming up so hard pregame? I'm getting a little scared right away. <laughs> That'll wake him up. Huh? That'll wake yeah. him up. So, um, yeah. No, West playoffs are going to be interesting. And it is It's here. This is a, by the way, like, this is the first play, Warriors playoff run in a few years. It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm glad to see playoff basketball back in the base. It'll be good. It'll be good to cover in person because the last two playoffs I covered were bubble playoffs and you know that kind of weird playoffs last year that were kind of fans kind of not 
Let's see if Chase is more lit for the playoffs than it was for Bam Bam. It was not very lit for Bam Bam. It was Bam, not I very lit say. for Bam Bam. I thought it was going to go down for Bam Bam. It was very, you know, mediocre. I was actually not surprised at all that that's the reception Bam Bam got. I wonder if Bam Bam was like, whoa, this is weird. Like, if I'm Yeah, in, right? You know, it's like, home, hold on. Like, nobody's crying and going nuts. This is yeah, how it normally is for me. He's like, man, this is like how it was when I was like playing in college you know, you know, dorm parties. Like, what's going on? Nobody cares. It's weird. Yeah, they um, rocking with Bam Bam. K-pop was not the business of Chase Center. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. All right, Marcus, I promise I, you know, I gotta get us out of here. So thank you for coming on, and you know, maybe we'll talk briefly Sunday night when you know who they're playing, and we can do a little quick. You know, first reaction to uh, the matchup in the first round. We'll dive in. Yeah, let's do that. It's All right. here. We've been waiting for this. Let's get it. All right, later.